0: Good morning, Millennials, and welcome back to The Toast. Happy Tuesday, and I'm so excited to be back in studio. We've got audio and video going today because in lieu of Jax, and there's nobody like Jax. I'm not, you know, going to beat around the bush. There's not. It's true. There's a really close second, and I have to say it brings me so much joy. I love (sighs) podcasting with you. It's so easy. It's everything, and the audience loves you too. Like, I have people who I love who I ask them to come on, and the toasters don't jive, and it, like, sucks because I love them, but I'm like, sorry, you're not coming back. You are always requested, and it makes me so happy because you make my job so fucking easy. Oh my god,
1: that is so nice. No, I mean, it's you, true. First of all, Jackie is everything of the sort. Incomparable. So, to even get to be like, even a distant second is such an honor and a privilege.
0: And I'm so excited to have you here because like you're doing the most, you know? You have a lot <gasps> to update the toasters on. You're on tour. Yes, yes I am. I'm on tour. And, and I'm, I'm hating it. I know, because we don't get to see each other. Like, it's the summer. You're, like, one of the three people I like to hang out with, and you're gone every weekend. I know. And I'm just going to have to call Stassi up and tell her to stop. <laughs> well, luckily, she's having a baby. I know, so she can't, like, extend the tour. So her
1: third trimester. So we are, we only have, like, six shows left. Mm-hmm. We have not this weekend. We're off this weekend. But the following, we have... Port Chester, because I know we have obviously a lot of tri state girls Their toasters. Yeah. Um Port Chester Huntington. The best theater. And then ooh, it's in New Jersey. I really should know. Red, Count
0: Basie. Red Banks. Yeah. Red Banks. Yeah. Red Banks. Red Bank. Okay. I think it's a singular bank. Okay. Red Bank, New Jersey. Red Bank The Count Basie Theater. Is it nice? Um, It is, except um, the last, and I had an amazing show the last time I was there, but something actually scary happened to me. I told you this story. haunted? Sometimes they're haunted. No, it's not haunted. You've been spending too much time with Stassi. (laughs) Um. (laughs) It's, Uh. I went in the summer and I had like such a busy day. I did the toast. We drove and I just like had forgotten to eat, which is like not something I'm really like, that happens to me a lot. This happened there. And I get on stage and I, towards the end of the show, I started getting really dizzy and hot. And I'm like, I'm, you know trying to be funny i'm like am i gonna faint like i really thought i was gonna faint i actually wrapped the show like 10 minutes early i didn't do this like final segment because i was like on the verge of fainting and i was like what's going on and then ben was like are you okay i'm like no and then i realized i hadn't eaten i'm just like so skinny like oh my god (laughs) and it was like one of the scary the theater is fine it wasn't the theater's fault it was just one of the scariest moments of my life that's crazy did you see the video of heather mcdonald fainting on stage no recently yeah like maybe no not recently like maybe A year, two years ago, no, she fainted on stage and she actually fractured her skull because like the back of her head hit the floor and she came on the toast after and told the whole story. And what happened? She don't, she doesn't know. She just like collapsed.
1: I've actually, I don't want to jinx myself because I also got really like lightheaded today on the way in, so Uh I had my like road oats when I walked in. But um, I'm not a fainter. I've never fainted. By the way, neither have I. Knock on wood.
0: I came really close in a hot tub once. I was in a hot tub for like too long. Mine? No, not yours. Not yours. It was like uh, (laughs) when we were on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> should we tell everyone? We should tell everyone. Taylor um, invited me over to her home, which was so lovely. We had such a great night on Memorial yes. Day weekend. Yes. And we have like a blow, it's not like a real hot tub, no. it's like inflatable. And it was really enjoyable. It was so warm. And before we got in, you were like,
1: This just please don't pee in it. Because it's so little. Right. Like, it's literally in like, it is just um a kid's swimming pool. Yeah. It's like an inflatable kid's swimming pool with and like I, a heater in it. And I said, I would never.
0: That's disgusting. I would and never. And the thing
1: when you said I would never, I thought fraudulent and a liar. You because did. I would always, yeah. I mean, if I'm in your pool, I'm peeing. If I'm in your real hot tub, I'm peeing. I agree. If I'm in your Shower, I'm peeing <laughs> oh a thousand percent
0: if I'm in your bathtub
1: I'm yeah. peeing
0: yeah. so I said I would never thank you so much for inviting me over and my and you invited Ben and my friend Abe like you were such a gracious host I said I, I would know. never
1: but we had been drinking yes but that's why like this is the thing is I'm not usually like that like I'm not like a judgy ew germy freaky person Ooh, but you can be it's like gross it's just you have to drain it and then fucking clean it and then it's like it's just such a process so
0: I told her that I didn't and then probably an hour later I had drank a little bit more and I told everyone that I did in fact pee in the hot tub three times so three that's like a, a
1: half of the water content
0: okay now that we're like you know being honest how many times it was three I wasn't lying about the amount of times but somebody else peed in it too I won't say who it is
1: it was Abe I know it was it was the two of you I could see them whispering and I thought to myself I was like pouring drinks and I was like they're either talking shit yeah. or they're fucking peeing and then
0: when we left Abe was like thank you so much for not like dragging me into it too because he knew like I knew that he peed when I told everyone that I peed three times I also knew that Abe peed and he was like thank you so much because he like wants to be invited back
1: you know so guess what so I went in it the next day and I was like fuck it like just like throw There's the chemicals chlorine. in and let's just see and so I was in it and <laughs> Tastes like you've been there for a while did you pee? And she was like, "Did you pee?" And I did. Okay, <laughs> because why there's pee? That's not fair. So, we got into a huge fight. So what no. you wanted to say to me is, "Thank you for opening the door." <laughs> no, because never again. But Tate was like, "I can't believe you pee." And I was like, "You're gonna yell at me?" And I flipped because, like, that's the thing in our relationship is everybody. She treats everybody with like, no big deal. Because she's kindness. a gracious host. But then me, me. I'm out
0: to a completely different standard. No, that's, so, me, that's me and Ben. It's, no. Uh, for Ben, it's like, do as I say, not as I do. Mm-mm. So we got in like a legit fight and I was like, if you're going to yell at me, you have to call <laughs> Claudia and yell at her. No, and if you guys yelled at me, I would have been like, no, you're 100% right. Like, yeah, I shouldn't have done that. I promise that I wouldn't. I was a guest in your home. You were gracious <laughs> enough, enough to invite your home and open your home up to not only me, not only my husband, but also my friend. And I came and took a big piss on it. Like, <laughs>
1: Literally. You, you would have
0: been right to yell at me. Taylor Donahue can call me and yell at me if she wants.
1: Wow. I've actually never seen you admit to. <laughs>
0: oh, my God. By the way, one
1: thing about me, like,
0: I'm never wrong. But when I am, I admit it. I I'm feel like impressed. I feel like it's actually, like, a decent
1: quality of mine. Like, I know when I'm wrong. Yes. I think I'm, I'm so self-aware, I actually become paranoid and unself-aware. Like, I'm actually taking responsibility for things that I didn't even do. Yeah. I will apologize all day long. You, by the way, you were just where? San Diego? We were just in San Diego and then we went to Denver. Short trip but hellish travel.
0: Yeah, ugh, I can't travel. Like it's This is like the time of year where everyone's traveling and the airlines like forgot how to airline.
1: So we were stuck in the tarmac for like two and a half hours leaving Newark to go to uh, LA and they were like, we can't find an, op- find an open flight path. What? And then he's like, Oh, we found one. And then he came back Oh, that's reassuring. Thirty seconds later and was like, Oh, it's gone. Weather. What is that even? I'm meaning? like, I, this is like I don't need to know how the sausage is made. Yeah, yeah. Just get just me there. Just get me there. But he said, like, welcome to flying in the, you know, northeast during the summer. I'm like, that's not That's not a thing the that's not a thing. It's beautiful. We can go everywhere
0: locally. What do you mean? No, and it's like the summer. Well, we can go places in the winter, but like that doesn't even make any sense. I know. I hated him. Um, But I saw that you had like a VIP guest come to your show. I saw Alex Cooper came to the San Diego show and I have two questions. One, how was that? And two, have other like people come to the show and or like the show coming up in LA? I mean, I know I came. So like obviously that was a big deal. Um,
1: But first of all, how was that? I was dying. Were you nervous? Wait, so on the flight out there, low, I was texting with her because I was like, "You might need to book me a flight tomorrow to San Diego directly." This is like fucking crazy. Yeah. So she was like, "You have to make it to the show in San Diego," and I was like, "Why?" And she's like, "Alex Cooper's coming," and I was like, "Shut the fuck up." Her Did that make Saucy you more nervous? Recently met, and they yeah. like really hit it off. Yeah. Yes, it made me nervous, but I was also really excited because no, but so, you're great. Like you
0: have nothing to be nervous about. You, I've seen oh your show. You, you are so funny. Like I can't recommend seeing Stassi's show enough. Obviously, because it's great. But like to see Taylor in her element is such a joy. Honestly, I, you were amazing. amazing. I'm a little bit biased because you're my friend no I'm like a hater to my core <laughs> and I'm not this type of woman who like lifts up other women you are not a woman who supports women no not in the slightest because I think that makes us weak like honestly I so agree if you stunk it up like I would have seriously been telling you you wouldn't said anything like
1: you didn't say anything at say Brian's anything. 40th birthday party I wouldn't
0: say anything the night of but like when we call when we like recapped the you next day you would have been like what would you have said constructively I would have said notes and my, and my only note was that you need to slow down
1: the way you the, and yes. that's, that's because that's one of my biggest challenges as well and it's actually I'm scared of silence because I I have done this for you know recently i was doing the math i so i hit 100k on instagram i saw congratulations thank you and um but i had to wait till 101 to even mention it because the fucking haters would have been like oh she reached 100 unfollow 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 but um what was my point oh i did the math it took me 17 years to get to a hundred thousand i would feel bad for you if you
0: were out here trying (laughs) The fact that you have 100,000 people who follow you when you give them nothing on Instagram is a miracle. You should have less. So you know what? It didn't take you 17 years. It's not like you're out here pounding the pavement every day, posting content, trying to do this, doing giveaways, this, 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 shooting content outside your house, getting a photographer. You literally posted like from Brian's birthday in Portugal like three weeks later.
1: (laughs) It's true. So you're not
0: even trying. So good for you. Honestly, it's more impressive. (laughs) That's what Stassi said.
1: It is. So, but well, why did I bring that up? It or took just, you 17 years and you're doing stand-up now. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Wow, I'm really slow today. I'm <laughs> so sorry. People are going to be like, can you never ever back again after tour? Um, okay, so Alex. So I was like, I have to get out there. I'm so excited. And Alex and Hannah Burner are close. Mm-hmm. And so I've just like, I've been like, it's a matter of time before I meet Alex. Actually, I thought Alex was going to come to Hannah's bachelorette party last spring. Mm-hmm. But um, she, she wasn't able to make it. So anyway, but I was like, this has to happen. So... I was so excited, but then I got so nervous because having anybody, having you there, having Brian there, having my wife there, like people that I love and trust, I get nervous over. So somebody knew who I have no bearings on whatsoever. I just was like very nervous, but she was, so she was actually backstage. I mean, she was like, she couldn't sit down in the audience like ahead of time. You guys got mobbed when you came in. I lived for every moment of it. We have learned our lesson though. Now it's like when we have high profile guests coming we just have them like come backstage and just slip out right before him smart so um so she did that so she was backstage we got to meet her before the show which is again it's interesting because like pre-show meets and post-show meets very different vibes yeah what do you have to say about them when
0: I do a show if anybody I know like Ben's parents come to a lot of shows and I ask that they just show up and not tell me and then they come back afterwards I'm like oh you guys were here exactly if they bring their friends like that it's not even like like, high-profile people who make me anxious, it's, like, it's really, like, people I know personally, yep. or, like, people who are at my wedding, like, distant relatives, like, that. Like, I just want to die. Like, it's it's so painful. So everybody knows there's, like, a big rule. Like, if anyone's coming to the show, do not tell Claudia. Just, like, get tickets right. through Ben or Margo or through the agency and come back afterwards. But nobody's allowed to talk to me before. Like, I, that's, like, I don't get nervous. People are always, like, do you get I never get nervous. People that I know coming yep, yep. kills me. I'm with you. What is that? But if, I, if somebody high-profile is coming, that, like fucking gases me up i'm like yeah like i'm so being like i want to show this bitch that i'm
1: fucking great like that gases me up so i will say that i was nervous but like when i'm nervous i tend to actually rise on the better. occasion yes and so i was like really going over my going over my set i was like really like going over my points for when we do pop culture hour because i knew you yep. we were gonna do like vanderpump whatever so she actually made me like fucking up my game but she was so fucking nice. That's amazing. I expected to like her, but I didn't expect to be like as comfortable with her as I was. Mm. She's like really down to earth, humble, girly. girly she's girl. like fucking. She's she's one of us. Yeah. She's amazing. That's so nice to hear
0: when like people live up to the expectations because for the most part everyone's the worst. I know right? Actually last night I went to dinner with this kid. I'm sure you don't know him because you're like a grandma not on TikTok. His name is Jake Shane octopus lover. Do you know him? I'm so bad now. He's like the big thing on TikTok right now and he's a toaster and we now have the same agent and she was like he's coming to New York. You guys should get dinner and you know me like I dread leaving the house. I dread meeting new people and honestly I was like I can't wait to get home. When I tell you like we couldn't stop talking I was obsessed with him. Like the success that he's having, like, is so deserving. Like, don't worry, you're not being replaced. I'm so
1: jealous of him. My him. I did he talk about He's my mortal
0: enemy. I did talk about you. Did you? I forget how you came up. Oh, I was trying to convince him to do stand-up because he really, like he has it, you know? Yep. That's like my life's mission. To, like, oh, so you
1: want me to hate this person right now? To push people
0: beyond their, <laughs> you know, beyond their limitations and show them that they can do stand-up. And I was like You're I'm like t-
1: really making it less special that you tell me that like you just meet this TikTok. Why? You're like, who like my talks t- about octopuses and you're all of a sudden you're my finest work. <laughs> You're my protege. Like I'm like, look at her now.
0: The proof. Crew- <laughs> my proof I- the proof is in is in the pudding with Taylor Schrecker. Oh, thank you so much.
1: And it was a take- good conversation.
0: Don't make it nasty. <laughs> Don't make it nasty, bitch. I'm sorry, I'm just competitive. Yeah, me too, by the way. Like like, you spending all this time with Saucy? Like, it's been really <laughs> hard for me. It's been really hard for me. I get it. I so, get yeah. it. So, octopus lover's my new best friend, bitch. <laughs> I had dinner with him just to hurt you. Wait. Wait a second. What's up with the octopus? Okay, so... he must know. He loves octopus, and he started his account by, like, raiding, like, fancy octopuses all over L.A. Like... Like, dishes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm dead. And then his, like, his fan base became, like, the pussies. It's really funny. Of course. And now he does these videos, pussy PSA, pussy PSA. And he, like, says something moronic. It's very funny. He's really creative and different. I love him. And he's, like, this 23-year-old gay kid. I, like, we just literally talked about, like, Joan Rivers. We, like, it was so, like, it was so nice to meet someone not to, like, rub it in. But, like, we, like, really connected. <laughs> but anyway, i was trying to make a point that, like, i was i was like on my way to liking him and now i hate him again i was trying to make a point to your point that like he could have been the worst but, but he you can wasn't. only have so many gays in your life no, it's in true. the month of pride no and it's pride month and like the gays are flocking to me and not to make pride month about me <laughs> oh my you're so but toxic. i'm kind of like the number one ally in the world you know not to make pride month about me
1: yeah. You know? Actually, you peed in a gay person's hot tub, so obviously that was a hate crime. That was an extremely gay thing for me to actually. <laughs> I was
0: role playing as a gay person. You're welcome. Love is love. Love wins. <laughs>
1: Need I say more? You're not well. No, the thing is, <laughs> you're not well.
0: Pride month is really hard for me because Oh it's, my
1: god, it's
0: not about me, you know? Yeah. How does that feel? It's hard. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's like the least you could do is just kind of lift me up. This you know month. what? The straight
1: struggle is so real. That's what I'm saying. And as a Where middle-aged, the, where's, my, where's my month? As a middle-aged, middle-aged. What did I just say? I I'm not ca- well. I thought you were calling me middle aged. I'm like, bitch, get out of here. <laughs> no, I would never talk about you or your family <laughs> or your dog's age ever again. Good. Good. She learned her <laughs> lesson from last time being on the toes. <laughs> no, I always say that like I had a joke in my set that was that I am a white middle-aged man. Yeah. Straight man. Like yeah. that is I like I relate so much to that demographic. That's and so I just want to say, like, it's really hard being us.
0: Let me think who, I, I definitely feel, and this is like the most like performative white woman thing to say. I really feel like a gay man stuck <laughs> in a woman's body. Like I really do. And that's just kind of my that's why That's why pride is so hard for me.
1: Yeah, how are you feeling about like all these brands dropping the rainbow flag as a gay I, man? As a gay man? Yes. It's hurtful. <laughs> <laughs> as a white woman, do I care? <laughs> <laughs> I will say that for years, the gay community, self-included, we've mocked these big it's, brands. They call it pinkwashing, right? Yeah, where it's like, oh, now all of a sudden like you believe in allyship and like you're going to speak about it because like, you're going to financially benefit off of like... It's so performative. Like, It they, is. Yeah. But now that it's gone, <laughs> you miss it, it hurts. <laughs> it really hurts. Don't it always seem to go that you
0: don't know what you got till it's gone. You pay paradise and put, put up, up a, a pride, pride flag.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I
1: wasn't ready for it.
0: But think about me, like I'm gonna make Pride Month about myself, and I'm gonna break in, <laughs> and I'm gonna break it, break into song, which, like I said, truly makes me a gay man.
1: How? That's very accurate. How, uh, by the way, is this singing going on the show? I know that there has been some controversy over it. Yeah, if you read our podcast reviews, which I genuinely don't encourage anyone to do. No Um uh, uh, You know, Spotify, at Yelp. You new know, Spotify
0: has a new thing. What? Where you can't leave a review on a podcast that they don't have data of you actually listening to
1: that is incredible cuz i imagine a lot of my negative reviews the positive ones of course people that listen no,
0: when you when but, you like something you don't like go sit and write about it you go enjoy it like exactly yeah i think that's actually a really smart new thing that it's not even that new but relatively new thing that spotify does but
1: i do always say at the end of taste of taylor every week like please go rate review and subscribe because it's like if you went to a restaurant and didn't tip your waitress yeah. it's kind of like if you just like give like an hgh hey girl hey no yeah, big the, deal this Content is free, so the least you could do is leave a review and a good one.
0: Yeah, yeah. we're not encouraging bad ones. If you go and uh, if you do one thing after this episode, it's take down your pride flag and <laughs> <laughs> go leave a positive review. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, okay, we've dilly dallied okay, literally sorry, so long. Sorry, we have to sorry. get into the stories, and we actually have amazing stories today that I'm excited to get your take on. Am I
1: allowed to drink my matcha? You are, oh,
0: Taylor's become so toxic. <laughs> like she drinks matcha now, and she ate like rolled oats before she got here. And I, I really need you to stop.
1: I'm sorry.
0: Okay. Um, Ready for the fast five stories that you need to know? Today's episode is brought to you by Sephora. Specifically, some of the fabulous clean beauty brands available at Sephora. So whether you're really into clean beauty or you just happen to love great makeup, this sponsor is for you. For me, there are so many amazing brands that I purchase at Sephora that I didn't even know were clean. And I know Jackie really seeks out clean beauty products because she's very much in her clean girl era. She's pregnant. She's being really conscious about what she puts in her body. And it's also just really highlighted for me, like we need to be more conscious about what we're putting on our face. So, so many brands that I love that I've now learned are clean. I'm so happy about are available at Sephora. One of my favorite brands is Merit Beauty. Their cream blushes are amazing. Their concealer is amazing. House Labs is also one of my favorite um, um, brands. It's available at Sephora and it's Lady Gaga's brand and it is a clean brand, so I love their powder blush. Their foundation went so viral on TikTok. Also, another brand is Westman Atelier. I've really been getting into them and they're one of Sephora's clean beauty brands. Their contour and bronzing sticks are amazing. Clean beauty is fabulous. It's so important to learn what ingredients are in our makeup and what we're actually putting into our skin on our lips, you know? These are our faces, ladies. We've got to be really conscious of what we're putting in there. So Sephora has amazing brands. Everybody knows that. And a lot their clean beauty brands are amazing. You don't have to give up quality for the clean beauty. They're so good. They work so well. If you want to learn more about clean beauty, about clean beauty brands available at Sephora, go to sephora.com clean. Look gorgeous and feel good. Today's episode is also brought to you by Legacy Box. So Legacy Box is that sponsor that everybody's always like, Claudia, what was that Legacy Box? And you know what's so funny? We were having this conversation yesterday because we did a Legacy Box. Legacy Box is the best way to digitize old home videos, home phone, home photos, camcorder, VHS, things like that. And we were watching some of the things we had digitized yesterday, and we realized we have a whole other box in our basement of camcorder footage that we've never been able to get. So we're doing another Legacy Box, which is really exciting. It's the coolest. It's the best. It is the most proficient way to digitize your old memories bring those memories into the modern world and it's also a great gift you know father's day is coming up and that's like kind of a really sentimental beautiful gift and if there's just favorite childhood memories of yours like for us singing the spice girls in our parents bedrooms like we never would have been able to relive that if it weren't for legacy box it's so easy you load legacy box up with your old tapes film pictures and they'll send it back to you completely digitized you'll get it on a thumb drive or the cloud it's ready to watch and easy to share it's so simple it's basically like magic I literally, this was one of the easiest things I've ever done. They update you with emails throughout the process being like, oh, here's the tracking. Oh, here it was delivered. Here's what we're up to now. You feel like your memories are really being protected and safeguarded by Legacy Box because they understand how important like what they're holding is. It's literally your entire family's legacy in a box. So of course, we have a great discount for you guys. And with Father's Day coming up, I feel like this is a really good gift. Don't let the summer heat age your videotapes, your film reels and fade your memories. Visit legacybox.com/toast to shop their 9 dollar tape sale. So that's legacybox.com/toast to unlock this incredible offer. Great our first story is some breakup news uh, Taylor Swift and Maddie Healy have confirmed their breakup after just one month of dating allegedly yep. so Taylor Swift and Maddie Healy have broken up after a whirlwind romance page six has confirmed a friend close to the situation told TMZ that Taylor is single again but the reason for their split is unknown however a source told Entertainment Tonight that scheduling and incompatibility were the causes they said Taylor and Maddie broke up they're both extremely busy they realize they're not compatible with each other Taylor's friends want what's best for her and they aren't shocked that their relationship fizzled out since she recently got out of a long-term relationship right so so I think that like the internet had a lot to say about this relationship, and people are like Taylor's listening to her fans. No, she's not. <laughs> I, I feel like Taylor's the type of person who like doesn't let her public life dictate her private life because that's such a toxic way to live. Like, no, she oh, can't. Somebody on Twitter said this. Like, I'm gonna go do that. Like, yes, but it was a pouring out cry of like what is she doing I know but there was also a pouring out cry of Taylor being like people being like yes Taylor like you were
1: in this serious ass relationship go be with this rock star like go get railed like who cares right and that's true too it's like they could have just been like fuck buddies and of course it's like elevated because she is who so she famous. is yeah I am thrilled you are because I have become through you I will give the credit where credit's due I started to kind of like get Taylor I will say actually my old manager too he really like he was like please watch the stadium special on Netflix. Yeah, and I watched like the first five minutes, and I was like, "She's she, don't get mad at me. This is an old me." It's fine. She's like trying to dance like Beyonce, and it's like making me uncomfortable. And like Taylor, stop it. And so I said to my manager, and Such he's a like, "Full conversation." He was like, "Please go back and watch it." You know so who I would went never,
0: back? You know who would never say something like that? <laughs> Octopus lover. He's the biggest fifty. We actually had like the best time last night talking about Taylor Swift.
1: Well, I drink matcha now because of Stassi. <laughs> yeah, I know, and that's why I did it
0: with Octopus Lover. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> So, if I didn't like Stassi <clears throat> so much, I'd literally hate
1: her. <laughs> I know, I know, I get it. She's just wonderful. <laughs> I know, right? Bitch. Um, So, I was like, fuck this, I'm not watching it. And then he's like, please go back and watch it again. Cut to me 20 minutes in, hysterically crying and screaming, alone in my studio apartment watching it. So... That was like what began the fandom, and then just like listening to songs with you and hearing like perspectives, and also like I've been going down this rabbit hole of watching how she handles herself on stage during this tour, like yelling at the security guard, mm-hmm. um, fixing her garter, mm-hmm. forgetting the words to songs. Relatable. Relatable queen, so I'm obsessed with her, and so I did not like him for her. Okay. Because I just felt like what he do was like- Who you see her with? I don't know. Actually, I do know. I mean, I don't know who, but I know what gender, and it's a woman. Yeah. I really, I don't, I'm not outing her. I want her to be gay for the gay agenda Mm -hmm. I want her to be a lesbian for our PR like we need it you know I
0: mean it is pride month and you're like over here speculating on another woman's sexuality and that's not very ally of you I just said I would like it to be I'm not outing there have been rumors right see Taylor's being a toxic lesbian (laughs) but should we really be surprised no no you're so toxic. I know. And, but so am I. I. learned it from you. I learned <laughs> matcha from Stassi and I learned toxicity from you. And what will get you farther in life? Matcha or toxicity? <laughs> Definitely being toxic. A hundred percent. People <laughs> respect toxicity. You're so, so unhinged today. I know. You really bring it out to me. Thank you. What a compliment. I'm trying to think who I would like ship Taylor with. She's so,
1: and I hate this whole thing. It's like powerful women can date whoever they want, but like they really can't. Like, No, they really, really can't. You, oh, you knew she should date? Who? And I know that you guys brought this up the other day on the Toast. I saw a clip of it and I agreed. Taylor Kitsch, Taylor and Taylor. Yeah, you love that. Also, I feel like his sexuality has been questioned as well. So they could be like maybe very fluid together. Has his sexuality been questioned? Very much so, very much so. Oh, I would love a gay Tim Riggins. Maybe too but I could just like he's so hot yeah but I also feel like he's kind of irrelevant so he could like follow her around the world yeah that's the thing it's like Maddie is the lead of like a
0: very successful band and they're super international because he's based in the UK right so like it's really not feasible for her to be on a tour him to be on a tour she really needs to date someone who can like Jackie and I always say it, like a businessman beau yes who is like worth billions but can work
1: remotely Yes, from I really her jet, it for her. From her dressing room. I don't know. Again, not to be like this, but just like I would see a lesbian relationship too because I feel like two women can be very successful and still like share the limelight, whereas that's I think I, it's hard for a man
0: sometimes. Yeah, no, that's Harder. true. Harder. That is, it is hard. But it's also just not feasible sometimes, like with like scheduling and... Yes, and now I'm being sexist though as well. Yeah, but the, point the thing out. about sexism, it's kind of like an ism I'm for. Same. And I don't think men and, equal sh- men and women should be treated like the same. Yeah, I think men should be treated badly. No, like I want my dinners paid for. I want my (laughs) doors held for me. Yes. But I also want to be paid the same. So I'm just kind of toxic when it comes to my my gender equality. (laughs) At least she's on brand. I am on brand. (laughs) Um, Okay, ready for our next story? Yes. This one is so fucking funny. Okay, so Pete Davidson is like deeply unwell. Yes. He has left a voicemail, an extremely unhinged voicemail for a woman who works at PETA, oh, oh. the animal rights organization. I'm already on board. I'm obsessed. Pete Davidson is going to war with PETA over the new dog that he bought, <laughs> and he fired the latest shot via via a profanity-laced voicemail for the animal rights group, a move he says he doesn't regret, but he says it came from a place of grief. Okay. So PETA says that the actor left a heated message for them for the senior VP of cruelty investigations. Her name is Daphna. He got her name because her she... Her name is what? Daphna. Is it Daphna. Or Or Daphne. D-A-P-H-N-A.
1: Daphna. What, you think I don't know how to fucking read? You think I'm (laughs) illiterate?
0: Yes. Bitch, you don't even read. I have read 22 books this year. What have you done? (laughs) What have you done?
1: Misspelled every text I send out.
0: Daphna. Yes. So he basically got her name because she was the one who issued a statement to TMZ. She was speaking on behalf of PETA. Did you see that picture went viral of him and his girlfriend buying a dog? No, but continue. It went viral because like they were spotted together, not because they were buying a dog. Nobody cared. But so that photo had went viral and then PETA released a statement to TMZ just basically expressing their disappointment in Pete buying a puppy instead of adopting from a shelter. So he saw that and got pissed and left a voicemail for this woman, Daphna, who was the one who signed the statement to TMZ. Pete announces that he he announces himself. He says, hi, it's Pete Davidson and says he's responding to Daphna's statement where he calls which he called uneducated and premature. He said he's allergic to dogs, as his rep told us, and that's why he got a Cavapoo, which is a nearly hypoallergenic dog breed because they don't shed. Right. He also says that the dog is for his mother, whose dog dog died two weeks earlier. (gasps) So his mother was grieving. He went out and got a dog, and he got a dog that he could live with. You know, he lives with his mother. Oh, I forgot. Cavapoo is something that he is not... Allergic to And there was like A whole reason as to why He shopped not adopted Right He angrily tells Daphna In an expli- expletive Laced diatribe To do her research before talking to the media Drops an F-bomb bomb, And makes a vulgar suggestion Involving his penis She told him to oh. suck his dick Oh amazing PETA isn't backing down though Of course they're not Because they're the worst (laughs) So they told TMZ If Pete had done his research He would know that There's no such thing As a hypoallergenic dog That at least a quarter Of dogs in shelters Are purebreds And that Pet Finder Has listings for homeless dogs Of every breed under the sun Including the one That he purchased TMZ contacted Pete About his furious voicemail And he admits He was unaware He could adopt A specific hypoallergenic dog He said he was told It wasn't an option And if it was It was super rare As for his anger He addressed that By emphasizing his family Was really going through it After his mother's dog died he said, I haven't seen my sister and my da- and my mom cry like that in over 20 years. I was trying to cheer up my family. I was already upset that the store had filmed me without my permission or acknowledgement. Right. Then the organization PETA made a public example of us making our grieving situation even worse. I am upset. It was a poor choice of words. I shouldn't have said what I said, but I'm not sorry for standing up for myself or my
1: family. Team Pete in this 100%. Also, guess what will happen if nobody goes to the stores? Those dogs will end up at shelters. No, it's a vicious cycle. So technically... You know, we. You're rescuing, every animal's a rescue. You're rescuing an
0: animal from a pet shop. Oh, that's like some some people's thinking. Yeah, I'm not going to get into adopt-own-shop because, like, yeah, you should adopt, but I didn't, so moving on. Um, <laughs> I kind of... To me, the most interesting part of this story is the dog store. The picture got released because the dog store's social media page put up a picture of them. That's fucked. So it's really fucked and like that's such a breach of privacy and like not cool and if he had asked, if they had asked, I'm sure Pete would have been like, sure. Right. Picture of him and a dog going viral, no problem. That like, that sucks and like this whole
1: situation happened because his privacy was breached. You know, it's really interesting when it comes to social media and like what's appropriate, what's not and in terms of privacy. Like even, I was with Stasi's daughter Hartford for a day before we went on tour and I was taking a video of her <clears throat> and I was like, can I post this? Like I always ask permission before you have to, post, you always have to ask permission before you post anything. Yeah. So no, with kids, especially it's, but they, like, and that's my friend. Right.
0: I like even get like photo approval from you and my wife. Well, that's like, just because if you put up a picture of me looking ugly or on my bad side, you're dead to me. <laughs> There's a simple explanation for that but
1: I just I mean they should have known better
0: no so like that sucks and obviously Pete like is so funny that like I feel like if anybody else had done this like Alec Baldwin leaving a voicemail for his (laughs) daughter calling her a thoughtless little pig we were all like how disgusting but Pete Davidson like telling this random lady to suck his dick like sorry
1: it's funny no it's amazing and also Pete it makes me want to like stab bunnies I don't know why and I like animals I want to be clear this visceral reaction to Pete I actually like Pete I really don't like Pete Tell me more. Because I feel like they bully people into doing what they think is right and moral. And it's like, this is the perfect example of it. It's like, listen, like, I just feel like they're just too aggressive in their pursuit of what they want. Like, I agree with, like, the actual message. That's interesting. But I don't even know what the message is because they're so busy pissing me off. The message is adopt, don't shop. That's their only platform. They're also very anti-fur, of course. Oh no, no, I'm talking about in this particular issue. Yes,
0: their whole message is like save the animals, no. don't eat milk, sure, shit like that. Yeah, I can get a. Is board there with milk that. in your matcha? Oat milk. Look at you, PETA approved. I know. PETA,
1: it's working. See, I actually live a very PETA lifestyle.
0: Oh my God, that's not true. You have a meatloaf like three times a week.
1: <laughs> that was during the pandemic and we were all doing things yeah. that we regret. Yeah, but we weren't claiming to be PETA approved people like <laughs> you are right now. do you love
0: today? <laughs> yeah, by the way, you love fur. I feel like you have four fur coats. No, I'm sorry. Didn't I have one. Wife- I'm sorry. Didn't your wife get you a <laughs> fur coat for your birthday this
1: year? Yes, but it was salvaged and rescued. You fur. adopted it. You didn't shop it. Yeah, it was rescued. It we was, rescued a fur it was thrifted that was abandoned by an old woman. I'm assuming. Yeah. Who had great taste and was wealthy. Right. And like, it just would have been, you know, gone to waste. And yeah. that's not sustainable living. It's not actually. And I'm a sustainable girly. I personally, I actually don't wear fur. I feel like. You are so fucking lying right now. Oh, no. By the way, I don't wear fur. You give like fur collar vibes. No, I, I don't wear fur. You give like fur wrist vibes. No, that's nice. That that's the energy I put Zero? out. Zero? I don't wear fur. You've never in your life. No, I have in my life. Yeah, I see you like when you're like 13 with like a mink. A bat mitzvah. Yeah. Short jacket from. No, a mink shrug on my way to like a bat mitzvah in the winter. Literally.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. But I don't do that anymore. I because? don't wear fur. Because? I care about
1: animals. Really? Yeah. Well, I can't afford it. I am <laughs> i can't afford the things that I want. Me neither. That's why we had to Rift. rescue. <laughs> no, literally, this woman's shop says like that she's a fur rescuer. I swear to God, Whatever certain, you it's have her to tell yourself,
0: Honestly, I, I am constantly telling myself like delusional things just to get through the day. So yeah. if that's what this woman needs to believe, then I love that journey for her. Big
1: delusional energy. Be L no BDE yeah big delusional energy yep you're probably the most delusional person I know second to (laughs) me but I think I'm delusional like in the negative sense like I don't delusion up I delusion down that's actually so true you have like very low self worth and you absolutely have to work on that I know like
0: you don't see what other people see in you
1: (gasps) that is so nice thank you and I think you do it as like
0: a means of like protecting yourself and like deflecting yes but you're so, I'm like, I feel like I'm always gassed. Like, every
1: time we're together, I'm just gassing you up. I know. My mom's always like, why do you have such low self-esteem? And I'm like, I don't know, mom. <laughs> <laughs> like, where do you think it starts? And oh, I love her. And she's, my parents are so wonderful. But, like, definitely there was some messaging given to me. I know what it was. Tell. It was be a good Catholic girl And if you're not good and, and by good they were like Never drink Never smoke a cigarette Never smoke pot Like my mom found a bowl in my car That fell in my boyfriend's like a, cargo like a, short like a, weird yes, like, like a weed bowl Yes yeah, like a weed bowl That's yeah. like That's high school That was Let's my real. thing in college Yeah And literally she woke me up in the morning Abusive and rude mm-hmm. And she said I found your crack pipe And I'm calling the police Not Babs with the drama <laughs> Like so dramatic I found your crack pipe Crack? pipe
0: she's gonna find your ozempic and say i found your heroin needle (laughs)
1: literally that was an a plus joke (laughs) it was amazing but yeah so i feel like i was always like i was being so bad so like yeah i forget that you grew up catholic oh it really fucked me up did it yes really catholic guilt is like a real thing it's beyond a thing hmm it's actually a personality trait. Jewish guilt is a thing too, but it's very
0: different. It's like just it about, different. it's about like not seeing your family enough and finishing all and, the,
1: and about like small things.
0: Yeah, it's like, like finishing all the food on your plate because our ancestors in concentration camps got one bread roll every
1: three days. Yes, like it's funny because like my parents aren't critical, but when they critique it, it's deep. And what is it about? If you don't mind me asking. Like, my entire existence as a human right like career like apartment <laughs> yeah no like no it's no like more like heaven hell like oh. more like um yeah they really like utilize the hell shit against you as a catholic are your parents still catholic yeah my dad actually converted he always wanted to be catholic which is like very toxic for me what? um protestant which is like the same shit oh i didn't know you converted like within the but back in the day yeah, he got uh he had a communion or he got like um Baptized, I don't fucking know. Uh, when he was like in his 50s or 60s. Wow. Yeah, we had to go to the worst mass ever. It was three hours long. Um, two of the hours in the dark. Why? I don't know. And the woman was farting in front of me. Honestly, bless her. Because she was the comedic humor. Like the comedic break I needed the whole time. Oh man, you are deeply unwell. And the more that I learn about you, like, the more I understand
0: why you're so unwell. You know? <laughs> Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Today's episode is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. If you're listening today, we've got some advice for you. Stop waiting and start using ZipRecruiter. They can help you find qualified candidates for all of your roles, fast. And right now you can try it for free at ziprecruiter.com/toast. So ZipRecruiter is so efficient at helping you hire and here's how. They use powerful matching technology to quickly find and send you the most qualified people for your roles. You can check out the people that ZipRecruiter sends you and if you really like one or two of them, you can actually personally invite them to apply with just one click. It makes them apply sooner and you're more likely to find someone that you like because you Quite literally, select them. Plus, here's how quickly ZipRecruiter can work to help you hire. Four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. If you're a business owner, you have people who work for you, you know how important it is to find a quality candidate who you get along with and a personality level who has the skills that are required for your role. And hiring can be a really treacherous journey, but not with ZipRecruiter. Speed up your hiring process with ZipRecruiter. Just go to this exclusive link of ZipRecruiter.com slash toast to try ZipRecruiter for free. Only when you go to ziprecruiter.com slash toast. That's ziprecruiter.com slash T-O-A-S-T. This is one of the things that you don't want to skimp out on. Like you want the best quality candidates, people who are going to work for you, who are going to support you, who are going to be qualified, who are going to be great. And it's just so easy to use that. We've used it for a million different roles, like video editors, assistants in the past. Like we have had such success with ZipRecruiter and I really can't stress enough how fabulous it is. And you can get it for free when you go to ziprecruiter.com slash T-O-A-S-T. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Today's episode is also brought to you by Squarespace. So whether you have a website, you want to start a website for e-commerce, a blog, whatever it is, check out Squarespace. It is the go-to for all things websites. They're, the sp- they're Squarespace is the space to sell anything. They have the tools that you need to get your business off the ground, including e-commerce templates, inventory management, a simple checkout process, and secure payments. Whatever you sell, Squarespace has merchandising features to make your products look their best online. Check out squarespace.com toast for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use our offer code toast to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. I have made many websites in my life and I am not even remotely qualified. I'm I'm not an engineer. I'm not a computer science girly. And I can tell you Squarespace is so easy. Their templates are beautiful. Your website will come out looking professional and people will think you like hired a real company to do it. And you just use Squarespace. It's affordable. It's beautiful. They have great little features available to really make your website work really well like you get great analytics they have a one-click data portability so you own all the content that you put on your website they help you find domains which can be really hard to do and purchase them so again our link is squarespace.com toast for that free trial and once you're ready to launch use the offer code toast to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain squarespace.com slash toast all right are you ready for our next story which is like confusing the hell out of me yes sun's track says Kathy Hilton did not film Real Housewives of Beverly Hills Season 13 And that she was missed Now before I give the details I'm so confused Because it was my understanding That Kathy Hilton Gave Bravo the ultimatum Like it's either Lisa Rinna or me I'm not filming with Lisa Rinna And they fired Lisa Rinna So Kathy won But then didn't even film is, Which is like a boss
1: move. Isn't that so Kathy though? Yeah. To be like, get rid of this bitch, ruin her life because it's everything to Rena mm-hmm. It's like this much to Kathy. Yeah, it's nothing. She's not even a full housewife she's a friend of. And then she's like, oh, you got rid of Rena? Okay, you know what? I've changed my mind. I'm kind of tired. Yeah, I'm not going to do it. So Sunstrack
0: was um, interviewed by someone and she said, so they asked, was, uh, Like what's up with Kathy? Right. Was Kathy missed on the show? Yes. But is there a void on the show because Kathy's not there? No. There's still comical moments. It's still a great show. But I missed Kathy. I'm sorry, Kathy. Like will be missed. Like some of my housewives leave and the show is no worse or better off. Like yes, there. Will be a gaping hole without Rina. That's it's a toxic hole, and there will be a gaping hole without Kathy. And it's a comedic relief kind of hole. Yes,
1: I mean, who is Hunky Dory? Is my favorite thing on the face of the planet. And it was kind of the the melodic way in which she said it. Who is
0: who is Hunky Dory? Who is Hunky Dory? Icon. Like, imagine being so rich, you don't even know, like, colloquial terms. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's like, she's been so rich for so for long. For so long. That she doesn't even know, like, the
1: trendy uh, phrases and such. You know, I don't know. I feel like she will be missed, but because I know for a fact she chose to leave. Like, everyone's like, oh, I chose to leave. No, sure. you didn't. There have been a few people who chose to leave. Bethany.
0: Yes. Kathy Hilton. Yes. I feel like that's literally it. Me too. Everyone else got like dragged out. Always. While their nails are like scraping down the floor. Yep. You had to pull it from their cold dead hands. So I feel like there's
1: a chance she could be back. So I won't be yeah. that
0: sad. But I also think this is probably best for her relationship with her sisters. I, I was gonna say. If she continued on, I think part of her storyline this season would be like the rift between her and...
1: And Kyle. that's why she's off, actually. Because she so. doesn't want to talk about it. And she knows they're going to make them deal with it if she comes back. Yeah. And I think, like, the core of a lot of the fights between Kyle
0: and Kim and Kyle and Kathy is that, like, the show is Kyle's thing. And it's hard for her. Right. Like, Kyle's been on the show for 10 years. Her sister came on for literally three scenes in one season and was automatically people's favorite housewife of all time. And, and you know, Kyle's out here doing the most for eight years. And right. I think it was hard for her, honestly. To sit back and like just watch her sister be the belle of the ball without having to do
1: anything. And Kyle did set her own sister up. I mean, she she pitted Rina against her. Like all that shit Rina did was for Kyle. Yeah, no, Kyle did not do a good job of protecting her sister. And so I can imagine
0: why why Kathy was mad at her and then yes. I, I imagine Kyle was mad at Kathy for like having to do nothing
1: not lift a finger and being the favorite on the show. Speaking of sisters on reality television, can we talk about Housewives of uh, New Jersey? Yes. So, who cuz it, it it truly looked I heard a rumor actually what? that um they have not started filming. And I want to be clear, this is not a rumor like from Margaret. Margaret. People know we're friends. This is not yeah. from Margaret. I heard about it like from production, like other production about their production, like okay. friends of production, that they've they're on a like whatever indefinite hiatus. hiatus. Um, because they can't figure out who the cast is going to be, which means to me that it's true. Melissa and Teresa are like not going to work with each other. So if that is the case, who deserves to stay?
0: Okay. Well, that's a good, who deserves to stay is Melissa. Like Melissa. Okay. In my mind, I'm team Melissa. I am too. So in my mind, Melissa deserves to stay because she didn't do anything wrong and she shouldn't be kicked off because she has gotten into an argument with a, with a deeply irrational, illogical human being. Yes. So that's the ethical, in my opinion, answer. Who will stay is, is Teresa. Teresa.
1: Because it's, you know, she's the OG. But do you feel like eventually like there's been so many OGs that have run their course as well though yeah. I, and, I, and I'm starting to see Bravo like when Bravo starts to give people the edit that they deserve you know Bravo's like we're fucking fed they, up they, too. they're like
0: Teresa will not be fired like I think the network has far too much respect for what she's done for the show for what she's put on the show for the prison like I think that there's a mutual respect between her and the network which I do get right but it's, unf- and it, that leaves, I do think Melissa will be the one to be asked to leave if someone gets asked to leave, and I don't think that's fair. So
1: maybe that's why there's a hiatus, because they know that that's the case, and they want to keep Melissa and Joe on. I just feel like, though, like, what would Teresa do if she wasn't fighting with, right. Yeah. And, by the way, there's
0: something to be said about a lot of the value Melissa brings to the show is her husband. And her husband is a lot of people's favorite character on the show, and he is the center of that guy group. Yeah. And he kind of created that guy group. I know. And I don't know if they would all hang out without him. I agree. So she
1: kinda she has a good leg to stand on for for her staying in the group. I know. It's just so crazy. I will say though, and I am team Melissa and Joe, Mm -hmm. but damn, if my ex sister in law I was on a reality show and she showed up like season two or three, I'd have a fucking conniption. And I mean when I was married to Waspes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. For sure. But she's also the most boring person on the planet, so she wouldn't like last more than one season. But unlike Melissa,
0: Melissa didn't do anything wrong by coming on the show. Like, yeah, that's like a terrible feeling for Teresa. Yes, this is my thing, and now you're coming on it. But like, why can't it be both of your things? Like, it's really like sharing is caring, and. She she didn't do anything wrong by coming on the show. No, and
1: also like like and even Andy was like, if she wasn't good, she wouldn't have been on. Like it's not just you. Like she's hot. Yeah. She has like the lifestyle. She has a great personality. Great husband. Can you imagine? Like Teresa must have been screaming no, on and the, the inside. The
0: egotist in me. Like I got this thing, and like it's my thing. And then like somebody else comes, I would be vomiting, dying. But that doesn't mean Melissa did anything wrong. That's true. That's
1: just what I think. Nope, it's true. Um. So Kathy will be sorely missed. Like I don't love this. I don't love it either. Maybe we can. I don't know. Get her back in, I don't know, maybe like at a dinner party or something. I by the way. We just what? like a couple scenes with her.
0: I don't know. I mean, I know she had like a traumatic last season because like people were saying really disparaging things against her. But for the most part, she doesn't have to do a whole lot. And everything she does, people love. I know. And like she, there was like decent evidence that she had this full blown mental breakdown. And like nobody even cared. Like people still love her. So like I she know. can really do
1: whatever she wants. Whatever she wants. She's in, I mean, a dream.
0: This next story is something I probably would have rolled my eyes at like a few years ago but now as like a woman who's actually getting older i'm into it oh i'm ready jennifer aniston is being praised for showing off her gray hair people are saying it's refreshing so jennifer aniston is earning praise on instagram for embracing her natural silver strands in a post announcing the latest launch from her hair care brand okay oh which is this is really smart yeah the 54 year old's new intensive hair repair treatment is meant to be used once a week who cares um but she's basically just sharing this video on how to use it she says sleep in it you can use it for an hour or whatever right. and people notice she's just at her house looking really cute and fresh faced and her hair is in like a half up half down and her roots are gray and that's something a lot of you know women of a certain age in Hollywood would touch up yeah. I have to say the gray is not my favorite like when I go gray like I will be touching it up yeah. but because she has like this really bright blonde hair it actually looks really pretty Um, and I just kind of love this like this is not something this is something I would have been like oh, who cares or just been like dye your hair bitch but I don't know, I'm like actually a person who like every now and then now like finds gray hairs. Yes. So the fact that like somebody so famous and so rich and really that I feel like for so many years was like the picture of beauty. Yes. To be embracing it, like I actually, not to be so lame, like I do find this empowering.
1: Well, like not all heroes wear capes. Yeah. I mean, it, listen, listen, Diane Keaton's been rocking that white hair for fucking ever. She's the OG and I love it. I will say though, as a woman of a certain age, I have started to have grays. I put in like money pieces because they kind of cover it up, but like then also they like have a mind of their own. Sometimes they're just like, I'm blonde today. And other days they're like, I'm kind of orange. And I'm like, what is happening? What is your take on grays?
0: Like, what are you going to do about yours when they really come in? Everybody has like strays, no matter how old you are.
1: I have been trying to cover them and like, I feel like I'm going to have to just go a little bit lighter to cover them because it's too hard to match my actual hair color um but I don't know I mean I wish I could be a woman who could be like I would love to be that cool to like go gray white gray but then like it's the in-between for me yes of course it's the getting there it's not
0: the destination it's the journey you have to have like half black half gray hair for a year
1: I don't know if I could do it I know that's tough. I know. But maybe there is a world in which you can just like commit to the gray and just go full in gray, like instead of blonde. Maybe you can dye your
0: hair gray and in the six months that like you dye it, the new hair growing in comes out gray.
1: I mean, listen, like I just feel like I know we're going to move on to the Apple story, but like if we can do what we're doing with technology, why can't we figure this out? No, that's the way I feel like about everything. The way we
0: were able to put a man on the moon, but like we can't come up with a pill that like... Makes me not tired all the time. Right. That's not Adderall. Like, you know. right? Like, why are people always tired? Like, why hasn't like modern medicine figured that out? <laughs> I don't know. You no, know, like how come they haven't found a cure for cancer, but they could put a man on the moon?
1: No, number one question of my life. There's just so many things. Like we have self
0: driving cars. I know. But you can't kill a little disease, some cells. It's ridiculous. It's a
1: conspiracy. It is a conspiracy. Yeah. I know. Don't even get me started. They don't I'll want go. us to get better. They don't. They don't want us to get better. No, they want us to be, like, these feeble, like, you know, scared humans, and they'll take all of our money to fix the problem. 100%. Yeah. All
0: right, are you ready for our fifth and final story that kind of blew the tech world wide open yesterday? My
1: brain's exploding. Because
0: Apple had their, like, biannual, like, conference where they all just, like, stand on stage and do PowerPoint presentations and tell you about all their new shits. And a lot of them were actually really kind of revolutionary. Yep. So the one that everyone's talking about is Apple has uh, announced – FaceTime voicemail Which basically You call someone on FaceTime They don't pick up Instead of it just ending You can leave them A little video voicemail
1: Oh no kidding Yeah Oh that's cool I know I, I thought d- we
0: were Going to talk about The goggles oh, We'll talk about everything <sighs> But the FaceTime voicemail Because most people These days Like I don't call You called me yesterday Like regular I did, call Not I, FaceTime It was so You were pooping Oh I was pooping But like you could have FaceTime me I don't care Like <laughs> It was so weird. Nobody calls anymore. Like for like actual socialization
1: and communication. I love a call, but that's the thing. Like Facetime. First of all, I, I fucking love. hate Facetime. What? And I. I make an exception for you because I love you so much. Oh, I do you know that? But like I, I just feel like I don't want to. I just don't want to look at my own face. But I like that they make me really small so I can focus on you and not me. It's not small enough. I'm still looking at myself. Oh, wow. It's terrible. But I just and, and Taste family is very FaceTimey. It just mm-hmm. feels like an assault on my like I don't know personal space and privacy. Oh my god, I fucking love FaceTime. But I do love an old like an old school call. So I don't know if I'm gonna actually love this feature. Well, there's another
0: feature that's that you're gonna love. It's called like vos You know, how back in the day when you had an answering machine. Yes. You would screen a voicemail yes so now when somebody calls you and you want to know like what they want you can listen live you I don't know if you can listen but it'll transcribe it'll come up and be like yeah hey Taylor this is your doorman you know there's a prostitute here for you want me to send them (laughs) up and you can actually answer as they're leaving the voicemail if you end up wanting to talk to them oh so it's basically like a modern answering machine which is really cool I like that yeah Yep. um
1: And then they also have these, I don't understand VR at all. Tay explained it to me last night at dinner. Okay, so basically, I am scared about our society. Yeah. With all of these technological advancements, I just feel like we're just going to go so into our own selves. And there's going to be like, we already have trouble with communication in this world. Yeah. Like, this is going to really, I'm, every fiber of my soul is fighting this. But like, I'm also like, I will not be left behind. Like, I can't type because my parents thought that, the internet was a portal to porn, which was actually accurate. But yeah. like, I'm also very behind. Like, I can't type. By did
0: you never do like in, maybe you might've been older than me. No, I we'd had Computer like class. class. Mavis Beacon, that like where you would write, the fox jumped
1: over the thing. I would play Oregon
0: Trail. Do you know who invented Oregon Trail? No. I'm gonna blow your mind. And this is how he's so rich. Who? Kevin O'Leary. I'm blanking. Mr. Wonderful from Shark Tank? Oh, my God. You know how he says, he's like, in the intro, when they tell you all about the sharks, his is that he sold his education company for $3 billion, and part of his education company was Oregon Trail. Favorite fucking game ever. Bring it back. my Honestly, ox, make my ox, a series out of it. I'll watch it. I'm still recovering from my ox dying of dysentery. Such a huge loss for me. <laughs> my kid got typhoid. It's terrible. It her- I like how they would just, like, normalize, like, oh, your husband's dead. Oh, okay, I guess game <laughs> over. Oh, my God. Dad Speaking of of of- What? I was talking
1: to, um, I don't want to give away their identity, but
0: I was in Your like, sister, by the way, you are so bad at that. When you're on podcasts and stuff, you always think you're being so
1: subtle and you're not. So I just want you to like speak carefully. Okay. So I met these two people recently who, um, were brought up Mormon. Okay. And th- and then that's all the details I'll give. Okay. But they were telling about like their experience in the church and like, they're no longer in the church, but they haven't like fully defected like, um, Allah Whitney. Yeah. All okay. right. Um, but they were saying that basically like. I, I mean, like you did you do um birthright? I didn't. I wasn't eligible at the time, but I know a million people who did. Jackie right. did. And then there was like like something I can't remember now, um, like curiosos or something with catechism. It doesn't fucking matter. But my thing is like it's like a like a teenage journey.
0: Yeah. In Mormonism it's called like after
1: you graduate high school, you
0: get like a letter and you have to go and that's what the Book of Mormon is about. Oh you go and like proselytize. It's called um can you call like it's kind of like a rumspringa, but the yes. opposite. Yes, it's like the modern, but opposite. It's like their version of like birthright, I guess, where they go like and teach seminaries and yeah. I know so they mean. go
1: like into the wilderness yeah. and they like, I mean, have like nothing modern whatsoever, and they put them in families and they have to like role play the Oregon Trail. Essentially, hmm. was my understanding of it. Okay. Psychotic. Oh, that was the whole story. Yeah. Yeah, no. Um, that was such a waste of time. I'm so no, sorry. But to now everybody. it's like bothering
0: me what that word is called. Our Mormon listeners. No, it's like our Mormon listeners are going to want to kill me. But I've seen videos of girls like who are really into Mormonism, like getting yep. their letter from the church because yes. like, you're going to, it's kind of like college. Like you're going to Uganda,
1: like random places. But it's like they have to go camping and like proselytize and be put in fake families. And then like they have to wear like, like is outfits. It, is it
0: missionary? Like you go on your mission. You get your mission. I think yeah, this is I different. I think
1: that this is different. Oh. That mission is fun. You like travel the world. Yeah. This is like hell torture. Oh. Yeah.
0: Did you ever watch Breaking Amish? Yes. Such
1: a good show. Loves it. I
0: would love when they would go on their rumspringa and like never come back from the English world.
1: I know, I would never come back from rumspringa. No,
0: me neither. Never. You know, there's something nice about being Amish. You don't have to like put on
1: makeup or brush your hair. <laughs> I'm here for that. I'm, I feel that I'm part Amish.
0: Yeah. I'm, in my soul. In the
1: sense that I don't like brushing my hair. And I also like half up, half down so much, which makes me a
0: polygamist. Half up, half down hair? Yeah. Is that how the Amish wear their hair?
1: Yeah. They, no, they wear like a white cap. Fine, polygamists do. Polygamists do, yes, yes. yes they yes. love a half up, half down. Um, so goggles. Oh right. Oh yes, my God. I'm very scared. So they're really fucking cool. Basically, so like the technology is it requires. It's a lot of about eye technology and then also voice and then fingers. But like when you want to like touch an app because like it's basically a screen that it's so like, it's like everything like is here. It's, it's like, like you're only seeing your phone. It's if your phone was like this. right, right, yes, exactly. But. It, you can actually see through the lens. So you're not like in a blackout state. So, like, when a person comes into the room, if you're like in there watching, it will like open up a spot so you can actually see somebody because they don't want it to be super antisocial. Scary. Yeah. Exactly. So it's a good way to get attacked. Like, if you're just in your goggles, you no, because you would see breaking into your house. You would see right there. Got it. It would open up for them. But, like, you, like if you want to tap on an app, like, you do like this with your fingers. Like, how? Oh, and how? T- I guess basically, like,
0: if you put them on and like you want to watch TikToks, so you're just like in the TikTok.
1: Yes, kind of. That's
0: like but then it was also
1: like you can also like watch TV but you don't have to be in your home. You could be in a landscape and it's like why? No. Why? When I feel like they've been trying to make virtual reality goggles a thing for so long. Yes. I'm not I'm not into it. I will say, so they're gonna be $3,500. I know my wife wants them. I'm not fucking buying them. Oh my God. I would come over and use it though. I know you would. I'll contribute. You come over, use it, and fucking pee on our couch. I'll pee on it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'll be having such a good time. I won't even realize that I had to pee. Next thing I know, couch is yellow.
1: (laughs) How does that sound? I don't know. I just, I feel like they are, they're making me nervous, but I will not be left behind again. I know. Again. I, I need to learn how to do this. For the future yeah like all the hand motions that are yes a part of it exactly
0: i'm gonna walk into your apartment you're just gonna be like doing <laughs> interpretive dancing i'm like what are you doing taylor you're like i'm practicing for when my vr goggles arrive <laughs> when do you think you're gonna get them because we're all I'm gonna not, have them at some point no i actually don't think so I, th- I feel like it's one of the things that like tech has tried to push on us for so many years and okay they, it's a novelty thing it's cool to have i don't think it'll become like a standard
1: part i don't think it's become ubiquitous but imagine like not having to bring your iPad and your headphones with you on a plane and just being able to put your goggles on. That's where they got me. Yeah, no, that's pretty sick. And You can like fucking watch, like, can you imagine? I feel like it kind of reminds me of
0: the Apple Watch it's a v- it's very similar apple watch is cool it has a lot of benefits but it never
1: became like a thing that everybody needed yeah it's fetch it's like never really happened it's a novelty yes
0: and i feel like that's what this is gonna be
1: i hope you're right because i don't want to live in this world no you know yeah and i don't want like my family in this world no. like it's bad enough i feel like people sit around now with their kids and everyone's on their own yeah. ipads like imagine if you're like this scary it really is I absolutely just love you Like more than anything Thank you so much For
0: being here Thank I you. really enjoyed this episode This was I think Some of our best work
1: Really I felt like So brain dead today Like I couldn't get A sentence out Oh my god I thought We were so funny Like the whole pride <gasps> oh, conversation
0: amazing. amazing The pride <laughs> conversation was hysterical. Fantastic So make sure to follow Taylor If you don't already If you liked what you heard here Taylor also does a daily show It's on Patreon It's extremely cheap I keep telling her To raise her price She does an hour long show Every single weekday yep. For $6.95 Like that's cheap at the price She's great co-host She's hysterical and She also has a free podcast once a week called Taste of Taylor but if yes. you want to sign up for her Patreon it's patreon.com slash the Taylor Strecker show thank you follow her on Instagram God Lord knows she needs it Please. at Taylor Strecker yes and that's it. Thank you so much for listening to the Toast the Millennium Morning Show where we deliver the fast five stories that so you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching us on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give us a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere, podcasts can be found so Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, I already cast box all the places, web, listen, podcast, my name's a Toast, even five star view about a beautiful, stunning and wickedly talented we are. <laughs> Hope you guys have an amazing day. Tomorrow we are in studio again so there will be video and Joey Camasta is joining me. I love you. Woo Bye.